Pickaxe. Arc 2, Episode 5 of the DNR Podcast is brought today by the lovely folks over at patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r. Those are the amazing people who help us keep the lights on and do this for you guys every single week. And if you stick around to the end of the show, we're going to play a clip from some of our most recent Patreon content. So thank you, everyone there that supports us. Previously on Group C, the small group of Elorath, Avalan, Ephany, and Clara met a wilder named Kaluna, and together they decided to head south to the town of Fairbay. It was there that Kaluna told the group they could find Merrick, a perfect complement to their new adventuring party, and after a slightly rocky journey south, they made it to Merrick's restaurant, the Pounce and Claw, where they had a lovely meal, and eventually decided to meet up the next morning and set out for adventure. Let's do that thing! Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Zach. What's up? I'm Zach, and I play Avalyn Bates, the human fighter. And Jane. Hi, I'm Jane. I play Ephany, the gnome bard. And Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna. I play Clara, the half drow fighter. And Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Elrath Beastinger, the Halfling Barbarian. And Mac! Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wilding Druid. How's about we pick things up on the 7th? So, bright and early, the next morning, gorgeous, gorgeous little day in Fair Bay. Uh, tiny town's kind of waking up. People are, people are setting up vendors, things like that. Um, few people are, are heading out uh, to go hunting. Usually that's a really early morning thing. Um, I would imagine, uh, the group's getting its stuff together. Um, uh, it didn't seem like you were going to be staying in town too much longer. So this might even be a thing where you guys are gathering to leave, but I would definitely figure that you guys had met up pretty early in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Avalanche up bright and early. Yeah. I'll probably staying at that. The, I think the, what the B and B, the in. Oh, the break. That we stayed at. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Would, what would Merrick. So Merrick's got a little hideaway mm-hmm. in his restaurant, and he probably would have, if, if everybody was sort of breaking up and finding places to stay, he would have um, said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get my stuff together and I'll meet you guys in the morning." Kai, Kai. <laughs> so I'd say I'd say Clay has a little spread out, like a like a Therian continental breakfast type of thing, like uh, some muffins, that, that something from the local bakery, just like oh, if you like it, stock up on the on the way out of town, that type of thing, like a nice little cross promotional thing. What would be the first order of day for everybody? You're you're up, you're getting your you're you're getting your stuff together, you're getting a little breakfast. Where where's the compass pointing? Where are you going? 
A good question. Because <laughs> so, if oh, sorry to interrupt. No, the 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 mission last uh, last time seemed to be. It's like okay, you know what? There's adventure on the horizon, but we need the right team. Now the team is assembled. The crew is here. What's what's the definition of adventure? Where are we going? We've assembled the Avengers, but there's nothing <laughs> to fight. That's a, there's nothing what are we to avenge? avenge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, just to set the stage a little bit for uh, for everything, I figured that there's this continental breakfasty thing happening, and Merrick's going to eventually walk in pretty early, like bright and early. So, probably meeting people as they're getting their breakfast together anyway. So he'll he'll be there pretty pretty early. But when he comes in, he's going to be Unlike whatever he was yesterday with, you know, like an apron with grease on it or whatever was whatever he was wearing. He's like decked out in adventure gear. Like he's he's ready to go like backpack, belt loops, bat belt type stuff, you know, like ready to go. Just a Japanese RPG, just belts all the way. (laughs) Belts and buckles. That's right. The belt no, is very no more important than any of the rest of the armor. Like, he's got those loops on his belt, though. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it's still skimpy. Yeah. Well, he has no pants on. It's just lots of pants. <laughs> no pants. Oh. So, Lulu. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, she got skinny jeans made out of belts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for, for the people at home, what kind of armor does uh, Merrick wear? Uh, so, he has historically had a uh, chain mail. Mm-hmm. That is, he has a few plates here and there sort of as just, you know, uh, extra tidbits of protection. But for the most part, it's chain mail and he's got some, uh, you know, leather straps and all sorts of things like that. And he wears this, um, which he has not worn in a long time. So you can imagine this scene if it, if it happened in his little uh, attic-y cubbyhole thing. He like pulls his white tabard out right, and puts it over and it's like this golden sun and white and blue and all kind of stuff. Um so he's like he's putting on his fancy stuff. Mm. Dang, that's it. Montage of him like shaking it out of a trunk, just <laughs> mods oh, flying. Yeah, there's like a tear in his eye, and he's just like this is beautiful. <laughs> it's glowing. It actually literally glows as he picks it up from his love of of adventuring. That'll be good for <laughs> hiding. <laughs> well, just for a minute, just for a second. <laughs> just, uh... No, but he's like he, he's kind of going. He's like, okay, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and he's just gonna, he's gonna come like they're about to go into a dungeon. Well, so with this, okay, I gotta ask then. So Merrick was recruited last night. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if I were the last person to join a party like this, and I knew that they traveled miles and miles and miles, days of of travel to come get me, I would figure that there's a purpose. So there's a reason it's like, okay, yeah, a good here we right. go. We're going, we're going to Vegas, like something like, yeah. but has, has this been explained to Merrick at all yet? And if not, would Merrick be the first one to go? Yes. Question. Yeah, that's okay. So that's it. So the scene is, cause it wasn't mentioned sort of at dinner. Really. It was in the back of Merrick's mind. He, he was waiting for anybody on, on, on the planet to come to him and say, Hey, do you want to get out of this whole restaurant thing? And like, Go back out and like fight some stuff. Um, so as soon as that came up, he's just like, "Yes, whatever, I'm on board. Yes, let's go, let's do it." So I don't think it was actually talked about. I think everybody was just excited to to like get to sleep and wake up the next day and go for it. So he's gonna walk in, 
and he's gonna he's gonna like lift his hand up for to clay right like hey what's up you know like they're they're uh they're local local business buddies right right um and he's gonna come over to everybody and he's gonna be like okay let's go let's do this all right getting some breakfast and he's gonna he's gonna come up right up next to kaluna he's just completely cheery um and he's probably been up for like three hours like waiting for this and he's going to nudge Kaluna like with his elbow, like, hey, hey, buddy. He's gonna go, um So uh where are we uh where are we going? Where are we headed? What's the you know, he's gonna do like like uh finger guns. He's gonna be like, What's the uh you know, the goal? Kaluna I imagine Kaluna's just like even as he's saying hi, they're like shoving food in their mouth, just like Rawr. So around a muffin they're gonna go um, and they'll look at everyone else, just sort of like, did not think this through, did we? So he's going to look around at everybody else and be like, okay, yeah, all right. So he's going to assume that Kaluna is just eating. Okay. Um, uh, you know, thanks again. I, you don't understand. You're kind of saving me in a lot of ways. I think I was kind of going nuts, kind of stuck in one place. So I really appreciate you having me on board and, really excited for what's next so what what is next what a you know you swung by here to, to pick me up and I'm, I'm 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 ready you know like i what do you need me to do what are we gonna go for um i feel like clara she's just going to town on a piece of bread or something like ripping it with her teeth in the way that fantasy people tend to do and they look like badasses that's what she's doing um and her little mask thing is just unhooked on one side so there's just a piece of fabric hanging from one side of her mask and she'll just kind of shrug and look over at Elrath and then the rest of the group. It's like, we've basically only gotten to step one thus far. We haven't really figured anything else out direction wise. Wait. So step one is you. Uh, me. Uh, <laughs> um, Avalanche kind of like, uh, sitting somewhere near near them eating as well and he's eating more of an uh kind of like someone who's been like <sighs> taught how to eat better and sometimes they forget kind of like that and he's he's just gonna say to merrick to be honest you were a surprise we didn't know you existed until we were brought here by kaluna i'm surprised you joined us we don't we don't really know what to do next uh, oh well we haven't checked in with like Liara lately. We can always go do that. So you're you're an adventuring party and you don't know what to adventure. And okay. All right, he's just oh. gather he's gathering all this and digesting. And he he probably looks a little bit a little bit disappointed cuz he he figured there was like a a goal. When he, when he gets disappointed, uh, Evelyn kind of reaches up a little bit and he says, "We have ideas." We have ideas on where to go. Okay. Oh, isn't, yeah. Isn't that right? He kind of looks around. Clara's probably going to look surprised that they even have ideas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just going to duck their head Shit. and just sort of like, mm-hmm, food. Food's interesting. Uh, but she'll look to Avalon expectantly, like, yeah, tell me about these ideas. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. Avalon is going to be, he's, he's going to, he's going to look around to see that he, um, he's on his own on this one. He's going to. Gave the group way too much credit. 
he's going to say, well, I feel, I feel like some of us here feel like we can go elsewhere and provide help in ways other can't. Does, does that make sense to you, Merrick? Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's a start and that's, that's it sounds perfect. simple. I know, but no, 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 that's the goal, right? It's, Make people happy, make people better, and and help help whatever injustices are out there, right? And he, he's he's basically trying to help um, Avalan, like he's he's justifying whatever you're saying, like yeah, yeah, no, 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 that makes sense, yeah, right, like go do good things. That's Definitely. what I've always wanted to do, and and and, I, I, and we have, and he's going to point at Kaluna, who's probably eating another muffin, and. Like, yeah, I mean, this is what we do, and this is perfect. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. And you know what? It's good to have a clean slate. It's good. It's actually perfect. Um, uh, okay, so what are your ideas? Clara will look over to Alarath. You you mentioned Liara. Do you mean the Liara? Uh, yeah, we used to, like, work for her and stuff. Like, we went to the Overdale before it was back to Overdale, like, when it was still, like, Overwatch. And she was like, oh, can you go help us hang out in Winter Haven and help out with this? And then, you know, the whole dragon attack and orcs. And so, like, it might not be a bad thing to go check in and be like, hey, do you need some help? Well, we are a little bit far away from Overdale right now. Right. Have you thought about maybe sending her a raven or something? Oh, I guess I could send that because I am one. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's going to have bacon in one hand. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Clara's going to do a very polite face palm. <laughs> <laughs> this is we were just going to travel across the entire, you know, continent. <laughs> to check in. <laughs> that seems simpler. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've kind of kept to myself and kind of put my head down trying to make this whole pounce and claw thing work. Um, and, you know, it's going really great and, and, and everything. I mean, as you know, I mean, but uh, I kind of haven't really been keeping up with the news, so I don't even know what's been happening in, in the rest of the area, to be honest. Um, so, I don't know, north, south, east, or west, kind of. Well, uh, Clara's just going to sit up a little bit more. If we want to make a name for ourselves as adventurers, as good ones who know what the fuck they're doing, then the first thing we need to do is establish a brand, or a name, at least. Do you know anyone here who needs help? Here in Fairbay? Yeah. No, I mean, we're all just getting over the the fair. I mean, everybody's been kind of okay. I mean, there's always somebody who needs help, but... I don't know of anything that's that big of a deal. Jason, would would there be anything that Merrick would know from a streetwise sort of point of view? You guys are still kind of in this uh, in the, like the lobby portion of uh, Brecken's Hearth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Clay Brecken, the proprietor, would eventually kind of overhear this and and speak up. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, folks. What's up? He would he would kind of approach. I know it's incredibly rude to, to eavesdrop, and, and that was not my intention, but I couldn't help but overhear you might be looking for a little work. 
Yeah, money might not be the worst place to start, right? He's going to look around at everybody. Money's good. Yep. Kaluna looks in their empty wallet and nods. <laughs> Clara's going to sit up a little bit straighter and more professional. Like she, She's a little bit embarrassed that she was caught not acting like a professional. Like She swore and she doesn't want people to hear her swearing. But <laughs> <laughs> Did you have something in mind? Well, it's uh, nothing too glamorous. It's it's just a delivery run up to. And he's gonna he's gonna pull back for just a minute. Uh, it's to Lockford, and to be quite honest, there's not a lot of people around here who'd like to take that job. They they've been getting a lot of their supplies apparently from Donhurst and, and Whitehedge, but uh, they've been branching out. Uh, I guess deliveries have been a little late. So if you'd like to make a little run and just take some supplies up north that'd be pretty helpful uh i'm 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 sure we can get a payment together as soon as he says to lockford kaluna's just gonna let their head drop onto the table just like (laughs) just done (laughs) we just came from there you were just in lockford and came to fair bay we were okay. So, like, remember when we were talking about Bree last night? Yeah. So she, uh, I was with a group of people, and like she sent us there to go look at like the werewolf thing, and then we killed all the werewolves that we could find, and then so we were just there checking on it to be like, hey, how are you doing now that there are less werewolves? than there were before when people were, like, dying and stuff. And so then we ran into Kaluna, and she was, or they were like, oh, we have a friend. And that's why we're here. She's going to kind of do, like, a little dance. (laughs) Kaluna will will lift their head off the table just enough to say, we are visiting family, and then drop their head back down. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Uh, Merrick's just, just for color for this, he's, he's going to be, um, he's going to put his hand on Kaluna's back and just sort of do like circles, like rubs, <laughs> like, like, it's okay. It's okay. Kaluna will like reach up and like pat his arm. Just sort of like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Clara would stand up and just be like, well, we all have to start somewhere. Um, and then she's going to look to Brecken. Yep. Well, Clay. But yeah. Clay. So she's going to look over to him and be like, we'll take the job and offer her hand. Oh, he'll he'll shake it vigorously. Well, that's fantastic. I really appreciate that. Um, It's only about 40 or 50 pounds of goods. It's 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 nothing, uh, nothing too heavy. I'll go get everything together and, and get a payment for you lovely folks. Thanks, Clay. Merrick's going to he's going to he's going to milk the little bit of a like, I know, you know we're we're buddies. Kind right. of thing. To be like, thanks, Clay. Thanks. This is great. Thanks for thanks for hooking us up. Yeah, Clay. Will, Clay will nod and and it's like, uh huh. Yeah, th- like I don't know how close Clay and Merrick <laughs> would be because Merrick strikes me as like a loner. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. he's he's exaggerating their closeness yeah. at this point. Uh, so yeah, Clay will disappear and start getting some stuff together. And uh, unless there's anything you guys want to do, I'd say after 15, 20 minutes, uh, er- everything would be ready to go for you guys. 
Because they've had this, uh, they've had the shipment ready to go, just no one wanted to take it up north. Let's do it. Are these like backpacks? Like what, what kind of, uh, what I would do say, we need to do here? Mostly it's going to be, because adventurers have backpacks anyway, mostly this would have been, uh, they, they, they'd break it down for you, so kind of evenly distribute it yeah. amongst the group, so it's not just like, and you carry 50 pounds of crap. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, uh, a lot of herbs and like dried meats and and things like that, just just little things. And it's it's very much just um, not not just rations, but little things that uh, that like a small town would need, um, like uh, special order stuff. Cool. Okay. okay. Cool. Perfect. Clara's basically thinking like, okay, this is how we get ourselves established as exactly people who get mm-hmm. shit done so eventually this will lead to fighting and doing cool things but right now <laughs> we're gonna carry meat let's go that's the thing if that's something you were trying to get by to the people of Fairbay, that's exactly why they wouldn't want to go to lockford because it's been two years right for anybody who might be listening to this and you might be new to the show lockford used to have a terrible uh, werewolf infestation and the silver glade is still uh, a point of interest that, that a lot of people will avoid because it's still full of deadly stuff. But uh, the town itself got overrun uh, about two and a half years ago and they've been rebuilding ever since. And uh, the, the town's population has been, you know, it's like an eighth of what it used to be. And they're still, uh, everyone's just kind of waiting for the day. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's all going to go south again. So we just kind of avoid that area. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty rough. No faith. <laughs> I worked done. really hard in that forest, okay? I know. That's why we got to deliver meat. It's up to us now. Herbs, too. Come on. And herbs. What, what is meat without herb? a little seasoning? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Clay would also hand you a, a, a small pouch. Uh, that, that, that lovely little ching ching sound. He's like, um, well, this is all we could get together right now. It's 50 gold. I, I know it's not a lot, but, um, maybe the people in Lockford might have more work. I, I hear they're, uh, still. And he's trying to find a nice way to put it. Rebuilding. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure they, they have plenty of need for able-bodied folks such as yourselves. Uh, yeah, you know. Fifty will do, right, everybody? I mean, this is this is good, especially if this will look good on our portfolio, right? So this is uh, <laughs> uh, Clara will take sure. Clara will take the bag and like do a little salute and like a little half bounce. Like, thank you for the opportunity, sir. Uh, thank you for doing us a favor. Uh, hold on, w- one moment. And he's going to get together a, a secondary pouch just full of baked goods, you know, uh, breads that'll keep for, for a few days and, uh, some more muffins just for the, for the road. It's just like, this is the least we can do. Just thanks. Thanks for getting out there. Ah, oh, perfect. Paluna is bouncing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bread. All of the muffin. Clara Mer- is trying to stay professional, but her eyes kind of light up. Like, yeah. Mer- Merrick will, will take that and be like, I got this. I got this. And he'll, he'll, He'll uh, put it delicately in his pack, um, and and be the arbiter of of dinner and food and snacks. <laughs> Not the decider. I don't mean that. I just the mean decider. <laughs> you don't get snacks right now. I'll tell you when you eat. Yeah. No. 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 Just uh, no. Let please let me carry this. Uh, and he's actually going to say, 
hey, listen, Clay, thanks for the opportunity. And he's going to actually um, go in for a hug. Clay. Cool. Okay. Well, the people of Fair Bay are pretty friendly. I think in another town that might not fly as much. But yeah, Clay would hug. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Great. Great. Kaluna's going to slowly inch over like – can we get in on a hug? Can we get away with this? Uh, Merrick's going to get out of the way and be like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, he would. He doesn't yeah. have a choice. right? Yeah. <laughs> and he would He would hug Kelowna. Kelowna's fucking delighted. Like, as soon as the hug's done, they're going to turn around and just beam at Merrick. Because Kelowna doesn't usually get hugs. <laughs> I can't imagine why. So are they on the on the way out? Is everybody like heading out onto the let's, let's just get on the road? Feels like it, right? I think for yeah. Merrick at least, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, bef- before he does though, he's going to say to Clay like as everybody's walking out the door, he's going to say, "Oh, Clay, one more thing. Could you keep an eye on the the pouncing claw uh for me? I kind of leave it in hands of some some good people, but you know, just just keep an eye on. It. Do you mind?" Uh yeah, sure. I I uh, normally I, I, I don't have the, uh, the, the money to eat at your fine establishment very often, but I would be happy to stop by every once in a while and, and check up on oh, things. Oh, yeah. Tell them, tell them that, that it's, that it's, uh, you, you just make a tab, make a tab. We'll, we'll work it out later. Don't you worry about it. Oh, that's incredibly generous of you. Yeah, Mary. and we should have done this a long time ago, Clay. I, I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I've been here and barely spoken a word to you. But anyway, we got to hit the road. Okay. Uh, bye. Thank you again. And he's just going to walk. So you guys are leaving the town of Fairbay and hitting the open road, right? Yep. Woo! Back from Sounds whence like we it. came. <laughs> Who would like to do me a favor? And roll a flat D20 to see how the first few days of travel are going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. Uh-huh. You know what? I never do it. I'll I'll do it, boys. Eh. Hey! Hey! Pretty good. Yeah. That's fine. Good enough. Hmm. Good enough to be expected. <laughs> so... Uh, first things first, the weather is actually, you know, in your favor. It's cooling down a little bit. Um, uh, it rained in the area not that long ago, so it's kind of, kind of dropped the temperature just a bit. Uh, again, we're just starting out in spring, so it, it's usually not this warm, but for whatever reason, it's just been a little muggy, a little, little humid. I would say the first two days of your journey are going to be pretty uneventful, right? It, it's just, it's your standard. You wake up in the morning. You march till till you know you just can't march anymore, which is right around that ten to twelve hour mark. Yeah, you sort of um, uh, you, you sort of take breaks when you can, grab water, and I would say after the partway through the third day. So let's say it is midway through the ninth or the tenth, tenth of yesterday. So I would like everyone to do me a favor. Yeah, give me a perception check. Just as the group. I want to see something. Nope. <laughs> Yay, Clara. You and me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'd like to take that one, please. Thank you. 
Hmm. Is it daytime? It's really bright. This is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works better at night. <laughs> I'd say it's somewhere in the area of like you know three in the afternoon, something like that, like two three in the afternoon. So, uh, you guys are heading north to Lockford. Now, this is a journey that, uh, in total, uh, it takes the better part of a week, uh, about about five to six days, depending on how quickly you move, right? In the in in the warm sun, I would say that Ephany, Merrick, Kaluna, and Avalanche. As you're traveling down the road on the left-hand side, it kind of uh, kind of rolls off into like a slight ditch, right? And for for several feet now, you've been kind of picking up uh, picking up a smell, uh, and it's 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 a pretty foul one. It's nothing pleasant, right? It, it's just kind of hits you like a rotting meat smell. Mm. And then you're gonna hear the buzzing of insects. These are always good signs. Yeah, the math is adding up pretty quick. Now, what's interesting is normally that indicates uh, wildlife, some sort of animal or something that's died near the road. And, of course, you know, the birds pick at it and insects get to it. And then eventually something comes by and, and eats it or, or, or something. But Ephany, Merrick, and Kaluna are going to spot a figure. Uh, wearing, um, wearing a lot of layers, like brown leather, like, uh, like a, like a duster type of thing and like a big floppy hat and a bunch of stuff like that. And this, this figure is, is in that ditch, sort of rolled, uh, rolled away about, I, I'd say about 10 to 15 feet off the side of the road on the left. You guys are again heading, heading north to Lockford. And that is definitely where <laughs> these, uh, these buzzing insects are coming from. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that's where that smell is coming from, too. Now, what's interesting about this is that there doesn't, uh, th- there's, there's no blood near the road or anything like that, which isn't crazy uncommon, but this figure seems to be clutching something. And from your vantage point, it looks like they're clutching, uh, like a tiny chest. Oh. Oh. Before, if anyone looks interested, Colin is going to sort of like hold out an arm, like hold up, hold up, and we're gonna we're gonna get spicy. Uh, gonna use druid craft to create a harmless sensory effect where that presumably corpse is just like a gust of wind or something, just to make sure that it's not alive and won't wake up. Okay. So, gust of wind is what you're going with. Yeah, just like a little... Yeah, so um, you're going to see the little... The brim of this big floppy hat, just like... Just do that for just a second. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're going to see these... um, The flies just kind of part, just like... And come right back to where they were. (laughs) And this body's not going to move. Kaluna will look back at everyone else and just sort of... Shrug... Well, should we check it out? Should we? I mean, we're not on horses or anything, so it's just we're we're just walking, right? Yeah. Um, you want a couple of us to check it out? Make sure everybody else keeps us uh, safe. Keep your eyes on the road. I'll go with you. Okay. Ty. Yeah, Kaluna's just gonna stand back and keep their eyes peeled. 
LRS is going to get out her flail before they go over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like yeah, that. I mean, this is this is just a little, you know, let's be super careful because, you know, open road, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is it a particularly messy ditch, or is it just kind of like a you know is it like rainy or anything weird or? Well, you remember you remember I said it rained in the area, and these ditches tend to um, they tend to collect water a bit, so Oof. it does. It, it's not like knee deep or anything, but it's 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 you guys are wearing boots, so it's almost ankle deep in spots, kind of squishy, muddy uh, okay. type of thing, which isn't. I'll be honest, it is not helping with the insects. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Uh, all right. Well, Merrick's just going to kind of like, ah, fuck it. And he's going to, whatever it takes to sort of slosh through whatever he needs to, to, to get close enough. He's going to be pretty careful. He's going to, he's going to sort of sidestep up to where this body is. Mm-hmm. He's going to use the, uh, he's going to use his mace to, um, to like kind of poke a little bit and just make sure it makes sense that, you know, Nobody's going to be Stirring. jumping up at him. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you're just um, kind of jostling it with your... Yeah, with your just a little bit. Just I, mean, I think the assumption's there. Like, eh, it's probably not good, but... Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of rustling of fabric. It really does... The, the closer you get to this... First of all, that smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be... <laughs> this is going to be, like, like hand on the mouth. Like, oh. Yeah, this is this is the kind of thing you approach it with, like, a cloth over your mouth. Just like, yeah, exactly. oh, my God. I was thinking, like, his tabard. Like, maybe he'd lift it up and be like... Oh. Right. Oh. Um, and yeah. as you poke it, like, you're you're going to... it As you poke uh, this person, you're going <clears> to... The again, hat's gonna kind of like fall to the side just a little bit, and you're gonna hear like a lot of layers, like this, like uh, like a lot, like that uh, leather on leather, like kind of a like it's 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 kind of uh, yeah. uh, bending and 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 conforming. And again, insects. Yeah, is so. There's take take a closer look at this little chest. How big is it? Is it like a bread box big or? Um, picture about the size of a toaster, something like that. Like, this is a small, this is a metallic chest that it, this person has, no pun intended, a death grip on it. Like this, like, th- okay. like very tightly. So, uh, I think, yeah, so he's just gonna take the initiative and just be like, ah, oh, fuck it. And, and basically with the mace, just kind of dislodge hands and arms away He's going to kind of push it so that, you know, somebody else can check it out a little bit. Hellraff <laughs> will grab it. Yeah. You're pushing it towards her. Yeah, that's kind of the point. It's just like, here you go, take it. And yeah, she, as he's don't. doing that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, she don't care. She'll just, all right. Fine. Uh, he's just going to kind of push the corpse over. He's going he's gonna to be like, all right, this is going to be a horror movie, but fine. And he's just going to p- try to turn the corpse over to see if he can get any other info about, like, what kind of person this is or just okay. anything about what happened here. Uh, series of events. I'm just trying to make make sure. So Merrick's going to poke at this chest until Elrath can just grab it and then yeah. Mer- mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. A few things to note. One, as Elrath is grabbing this chest – there's two handles on the side and that's that's kind of where this 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 person had the the like just tightly you know just death grip right and part of that's due to rigor mortis part of that is probably due to this being an important thing to this person uh as elrath grabs it all uh, does elrath wear gloves 
Oh, um, she wears leather armor. So if gloves are a part of the armor set, then probably. But otherwise, no, I don't um, think she would, because I think leather would get in the way of her gripping her weapon. Right. That's usually it's an it's an optional thing, but most people don't. Okay. Yeah, no, she's just gonna barehand grab that thing from that dead guy. Okay. So as Elrath grabs this, um, there's there's it, there's kind of a slimy texture to to the handles here, mm-hmm. and. Elrath, do me a favor and roll an investigation check for me. Ooh, intro. <laughs> sure. Oh, oh wowza. Oh. Nicely done. That's, <laughs> oh, no. That's a negative one. Uh, <laughs> negative. This feels great. She's what? This is normal, right? Um, I think Elrath would just instantly just like, oh, yeah, it's probably because uh, it's, it's wet. It's it's wet or whatever. Like not yeah. think too much about it. <laughs> she don't care. <laughs> so Elrath has his chest now. It does even with that. Okay, there is a lock <laughs> on this chest. That's all Elrath would know about any of this situation at this point. <laughs> and you said Merrick was trying to get a better look at the body, just kind of like poke it, just like eh, just maybe lift yeah. up the hat, that type of thing. Right. So Merrick's thought is just like let's get this chest and yeah, like Elrath grab it and he's gonna like poke at the corpse just to see if he can get any sort of sense of what happened here in, in order to just get out of the ditch. Right. So he's just like, right. whatever I can grab here from a, from a looking at the corpse point of view. And then I'm out. Right. Do me a favor, run an investigation check. All right. There we go. Nice. <laughs> and you a crit. Everything. <sighs> That's a 22. <laughs> That's the opposite of the thing that just I, happened. <laughs> Merrick mind melds with the corpse and knows everything about the corpse's life. Mm-hmm. I happen to write a book on this person. I so first of all, this looks to be a tiefling man. Um, no. Uh, looking here's the thing: looking over the body uh, from the back, there doesn't seem to be any puncture wounds. Uh, it doesn't look like any like just just like I said, leather duster that type of thing. No armor. So you would. It, it's not like this person was uh it's not like this person was assaulted it doesn't look like and then just died in this ditch because one that chest would probably be gone oh right and two um this would it just doesn't yeah it doesn't look like foul play however as merrick is inspecting this body that smell is getting really strong one more thing as I would, I would say, like as Merrick is messing around, probably using the mace as a pokey tool, just kind of a yep. uh, let's just uh, lifting up this hat. <laughs> this tiefling is covered head to toe, like you know, gloves. Uh, well, not I'm sorry, not gloves, gloves, but like on the outside of his hands are covered. Um, everything on the inside was just sort of um exposed like picture uh band like almost a wrist tape like bandaging from from yeah. you know yeah and then long coat and stuff the face is pretty much uncovered except for the uh the 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 collar is kind of like up but as Merrick is pulling layers away to look at this 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 tiefling this tiefling is covered in boils oh and one side of this tiefling's face is kind of the skin is just sort of peeled away and it's kind of pulled uh, kind of gelatinous on the ground next to the body, just coated in maggots. Nice. Okay, great. This is all I needed to know. Uh-huh. Um, and 
is there is there anything else that I could tell about maybe this person's occupation or anything, any sense of the, the kind of person they were or anything like that? Well, uh, I'd say based, uh, based on that investigation role, um, I, one, this doesn't look like a person who's had a particularly hard life, right? Uh, probably just based on the clothing, probably, um, probably belong to like the, the, the private sector type of thing, maybe even a position in office, something like that. Doesn't look like, uh, this, this guy's dug a lot of ditches or, uh, or, or necessarily was an adventurer. Just, just no armor, no nothing like that. All pretty fine leathers. If you like, right. you could you could roll a medicine check based on uh, what you found out through the investigation. Oh, that would be fantastic. Let me do that. Uh, seven. Uh, with a seven, you'd know that this this guy definitely has something. Um, and based <laughs> Thanks. on well, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> here's what I can do for you guys. You can tell he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bad case of dead guy. It's yeah, right. uh, there is some. Something wrong. <laughs> Something unusual. Well, okay. If it wasn't uh, stabbing, bludgeoning, no arrow wounds, nothing like that. Nothing, nothing unnatural beyond whatever this person had took took him out. Which means you're probably the first people to encounter this body, or maybe you're the only people who approached it. Maybe other people saw it and just like keep going, keep going. <sighs> Let me tell you how diseases are classified. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yay! Um, Diseases have five classifications. Okay? So your type 1 disease would be uh, pretty, pretty damn treatable. We're talking the sniffles, the common cold, that type of thing. Just something that kind of takes you out of commission for a couple of days. It's like, I won't be jogging anytime soon. I might have a fever, that type of thing. You're not going to die because of it, unless you took horrendous care of yourself, right? It's a very low-level threat. Now, as you go up, you know, two, three, four, you get into the much more severe. Um, a lot of things can be cured with uh, with herbs and stuff like that. Uh, level one and two, you know, you take you take a little something and it'll get better. Three, uh, the herbs you might need, if there are any to be found, are it's getting kind of rare. And you're going to have to take multiple applications of it to, to feel better. When you get to a fourth level disease, that's, that's almost a death sentence. Um, you're going to need a, a high level cleric. You're going to need someone with some real experience in the world uh, who, can, who can help heal you. A fifth level disease is pandemic level. Like we're talking, that is a world ender. That is something that, if left unchecked, could kill everyone. Where are we here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With a seven check, uh, you would say that it's definitely Merrick's best guess. Looking at this, would be that we're we're probably looking at a level like a stage three somewhere in there. It's oh, not. Good. It's not great. That's not great. Good fun. Okay, not great. So very very quickly, um, Merrick is Aww. going to. What? Is that why you asked why I was wearing gloves? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so he, here's so Merrick. Just in all of that, this this was like split second type stuff, like a couple of seconds, you know, pushing the thing over, being looking yeah. at the face and being like, oh, boils. Did it have to be boils? And and uh, and kind of making an assessment real quick on level of disease. He's going to immediately start back and wait. Like, okay, all right, let's get out. Go, 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 go. And 
he's actually going to look back at Elrath and kind of avoid Elrath. And Great. Like, oh, let's, let's get out. <laughs> we we got to get out. We got to get out. Um, come on. And, but he's clearly not trying to like help her get up or anything like that. He's avoiding uh, touching. Um, to the point where if, if they get at the top of the ditch, he's going to try to get sort of between Elrath and everybody else. Oh. What? Not, what? not like, like angrily and like. No, no, she's. I don't. She wouldn't have seen that, so she's like, "What?" Oh, uh, um, yeah. Um, you you probably should put the chest down now. Uh, what? Uh, okay. Just, just put what it down. How is that? She just drops it. <laughs> yeah. Is there, Jason? Is there any way? That if someone got close to the edge of the ditch, they could kind of look over and see the grossness of what's going on here. Um, or do you need to be pretty close? Uh, I mean, not now. Like in the beginning, like you uncovered them a bit. Like you. Well, that's you what I want to do. Over and stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of want to show people like come check this out. Um, and and really like as 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 only as close as possibly needed. To kind of say, like, come on, everybody, come over here. Although, just stay there for just a second, just for a second. Stay with the chest. And he's going to point and be like, this is not good. What? So we and see the just, gross, nasty boils and shit? I yeah, that's what I'm pointing yeah, out. I was like, can you see? He's like, he's like kind of like m- motioning with his mace or whatever, like, check, check out the face. Can, can oh, Kaluna make a guess at what the fuck this is? Um, Kaluna could run a medicine check. Go ahead. I don't know how much. Hey, that's a 19. Nice. Oh, boy. So there are a multitude of illnesses uh, in the world. It, Tell me more. Well, I mean, again, um, I I would say Kaluna's, Kaluna's best guess at this situation, uh, based on the evidence, the, the skin falling off, the, the boils and all that stuff. It, it looks like slough fever, which uh, oh no, it got its name because uh, in the later stages of the disease, your skin sloughs off. It just kind of starts to fall off. It disintegrates almost and becomes like this uh, uh, gelatinous, almost uh, like a putty type of thing. And yeah. uh, so is going to step back. Um, does Kal- would Kaluna know anything about like transmission? Like, obviously, I imagine touching it is bad, but, uh... Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, it can be, uh, it can be ingested, obviously. Um, things like, uh, water, uh, food, a- anything that comes in contact and you're putting it in. It, it can also, like, a simple eye rub, something like that. Uh, it's, it's, obviously, in later stages like that, it is highly recommended you don't touch someone with that like it's it's just like yeah that that's it's the less contact the better cool that's cool can is anybody telling her this right that's yes. what i'm saying uh, yeah i think kaluna would just be sort of like processing and then they would frantically look between merrick and um and Elrath and go did you touch it i'll, I'll, I'll grab the chest motherfuck what yeah. do you know what this is um well, stay away from Elrath. Uh, this is slough fever. Do I 
What do I roll to see if I know what that is? <laughs> Medicine check, basically. Or survival. I'll give you survival, too. Oh, better. good. I'm higher in survival. There we go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? Well, Kaluna's going to, like, pull out their javelin to use to point, just so they can stand as far away as possible. If you look down there, that's what happens. And they're going to sort of gesture at the face, you know, where shit has sort of come off of the face. Uh, She's going to look at her hands and just, like, try to frantically, like, fling the... (laughs) Yeah. Goo on the ground, just don't touch, don't touch okay. anything. Okay. Don't touch your face. Don't. When she's flinging it, uh, Evelyn's gonna get uh, in between the fling and um, Ethne. Oh, she's gonna be like towards the ground, just you know, yeah, like just if- like the jester. Could could Ethne use prestidigitation on Elorath's hands? Just try to clean her hands off for her. Sure, she will do that. I have a bit of I, I have a bit of news. Uh, okay, uh, just <laughs> okay. Some diseases are classified one thing in the early stages, and then something else in the later stages. Slough fever is is that particular case. In the early stages, it can be it, it can be treatable. It's not as contagious, right? Um. So you're dealing with like, uh, if you get it in its original form, it's like a, it's like a level three. It's pretty damn serious, but you know, the problem is, uh, with, with someone who's just died and they are, they are in, you know, just late stage, like they died of that disease. That's, that's like a level four. Good. Great. Uh, fantastic. Now, uh, the good news is, and the, the Kaluna would know this, is that not everyone who is exposed to something like this is necessarily going to catch the disease. It, it's all based on, it's all based on the, the 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 body's ability to fight that type of thing off. So the bad news is, Elrath won't know for <laughs> for a while. Mm, incubation periods are fun. Nice. Is- um, would Kaluna know of anything to help, like to help fight it off? <laughs> 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 I think we're beyond that. I think we're beyond airborne. Is there, um, okay, are there any Therian cures that are created by a kindergarten teacher <laughs> that have no scientific reasons for working, but made millions of dollars anyway? Oh, sure. Uh, we can. <laughs> There's a guy named Artemis who. Um, oh, no. oh my god! Fuck. <laughs> So, okay, with stuff like this, like, uh, okay, if you got a bad case of, like, the sniffles, that type of thing, there's all cut. You can go to pretty much any town or city in Theria, and they've got, you know, your basic common everyday herbs and, and remedies and things like that. Like, I mean, everything from hangovers to, like, yeah, man, my allergies are really acting up. Uh, can we, can we do something about that? The problem is, like, it's like getting, it's like getting bitten by a snake. Uh, the, 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 the rarer the snake, the, the odds are that, like, it's like, I, we don't have anti-venom for that. Where the fuck did you find a rattler? What, what, you know, that type of thing. So, I, I can't, I can't tell you for sure who might have something like that. Uh, best bet is start checking towns and cities. And, I mean, obviously, first, fingers crossed, Elrath doesn't catch this. Well, Jason, I don't know Yay. if you knew this, uh-huh. but Kaluna is pretty good at gathering plants. Uh-huh. So, 
would they know, like, would there be something in the area that could help? Or could they say, let's, uh, let's hurry up and drop this shit off and then book it in this direction? Here's the deal. One, it's entirely based on... I, I would say this. You had a medicine check to figure out what it was. I'm going to give you one more chance to roll a medicine check to see if you would know the best uh, best region and best things to help with some sort of cure. Oh, boy. Well. Okay. Not bad. 13. That's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. So what I would say is that Kalina would know of... Uh, obviously, a uh, th- there are spells and things like that. So if you can find a cleric, that's your best bet. Now, herbs are amazing, hey. and they can that that's a natural remedy. If if you can't find a cleric, it, that that that's your next best bet. So, um, the specific herbs that you're going to need for this, unfortunately, are are mountainous and 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 kind of grow where it's colder. Um, so you're probably going to have to venture. The, let me see. Oh boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy to give this bad news. So there's a couple of things you could do. The Hazon Mountains would probably be your best bet, which oh, either yeah. means trekking through Bandit's Rest or going through Dragon's Reach. So those both sound bad. The other thing let's you could do is uh, check towns and cities to find a cleric, and maybe they could help you out. Yeah, let's, and that's, let's shoot for cleric. <laughs> right. And that's assuming, that is assuming that Elareth catches this. Better safe than sorry. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's not like we have anything else to do except for drop some stuff off at Lockford. So here's what I'm thinking. Elareth, you you might be contagious. You might not. Okay. Uh, Basically, you need to quarantine yourself off a little bit. Uh, We're not going to leave you behind. you're, you're, You're everybody's friend. But... You might kill everybody. So we have to kind of think of it that way. So let's get to Lockford as quick as we can. Um, avoid Elrath. Let's see if we can find a cleric in Lockford. And honestly, while we're there, let's drop off this stuff and let's get some horses. Let's get something else to be able to get on the road if we need to get further. We'll just take it a step at a time. Okay. Um, can somebody get that stuff for the people out of my bag? I'm not gonna move, but I don't want to touch it. Good. And if they need their stuff, then yep. you should get it out now. And it is before I get worse. Let me. I tell you what. I'm the only other person who's come close to this corpse. Let I'm, me. I, I'll hold get, my breath. Like yep. Just, I don't. I'm gonna come okay. behind and and get and just open up your pack. Take everything out, and um, that way she's like standing so still, like she's holding her breath and everything. She's like, she's so, oh no. Yeah. So Merrick has put his like thrown his mace to the ground, and like like that's got to be cleaned. Like we got to burn that and and sterilize that shit. Um, No, not burn it to the ground, but I mean like sterilize it over a fire. Um, And he's going to take care of it. That way, nobody else that could possibly. That way it contains it, right? It's just between the two of them, just in case he would have come into any contact with anything. So he's going to get everything out of the pack that would be for people in Lockford and then just move away from Elrath. She's just going to keep looking at the ground. Okay. 
Uh, I'll be in back. Mm, you know what? Maybe you should be in front so we can keep an eye on you. But if it's, but then well, not, like if I if if I breathe, I don't I don't know how you get it. Like it, it's mostly through touching. So okay, just don't touch us. We're she's or gonna hands on like suspend. But what if I sneeze and like the wind blows it back at you? I'll try to sneeze on myself. Okay, that's perfect. Cover your cover your mouth with your elbow. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. The restaurant sneeze. Okay. Let's go. Let's take care of this. And I honestly feel like if something bad happens, we can well at least be in a place where we can grab some horses, maybe find a cleric, and then move on if we have to. Continuing on your journey. <sighs> oh, one more question. Are you taking the box with you? Oh, shit. I dropped it. You so did? somebody. Could actually Just... run an arcana check on it? See if that reveals anything. You sure can. <laughs> nope. Yeah, Effie isn't going to pick up anything, um, anything magically charged coming off of this, off of this little chest. Uh, if unless anybody else wants to do something with it, um, if Kaluna's going to try to go towards it to like push it back in the ditch, oh, no, no, Kaluna, no, 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 no. Kaluna still has their like javelin, and they're going to like. Sort of Hope. move, and they're yeah. going to sort of like l- use it as a lever to like okay, yeah. tip it back in. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, it, if this happened, and we can get something out of it, let's try to get something out of this. And he's going to ask Kaluna to, to like he's going to with his hand like back up, back up, back up, back up. And Kaluna's going he's, to look at him like he's crazy, but we'll back up. He's going. I got this. He's going to pick up his mace again. Um. And he's gonna basically do like, uh, like a golf club, like, and try mm-hmm. to just bust it open, just to see if there's anything away from everybody, right? Like, just see if he can crack this thing open to see what's inside. Surprise! It's more boils. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's vials of sloth fever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Laugh. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <clears throat> do me a favor. Oh. Uh, roll a roll a plain old attack. Attack. Yep, just just a regular old melee attack with your weapon. Good old melee attack. That sounds great. Do do. Hmm. So Merrick's going to come down on this thing and crunch, uh, kind of crunch the side. Remember, how I said it's metallic, and it just kind yep. of bends and contorts, and this lock is going to pop. Uh, it doesn't look like it was meant to take a ton of damage. And it's going to pop open just a little bit. Just get... But the lid's going to be pretty much shut. What would Merrick like to do? Well, with his mace, because, you know, his mace, just for a little little color here, his mace is not just a round ball with a few spikes on it. It's like, it's, it's a beautiful representation, like an abstract, weird <laughs> representation of the sun. So he's got all these little sun rays coming off all of it. So he's going to use one of them as a, as a little lever. He's going to stick it between, if he can find a little um, uh, little area between the lid and the rest of it, he's going to kind of just twist the mace to open it up, like an oyster shell, if you've ever mm-hmm. done something like that. Yeah, you're going to shuck the chest. <laughs> so I'm going to shuck the chest, which is the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So this lid is going to, going to pop open, 
and, and sort of hang back off the side of it and almost tip over. Inside are ten of these little, uh, they look like uh, cloth packages, like little burlap packages, just um, closed off and twined. It's these little tiny things wrapped up. And uh, it looks like they've been shaken a lot, like jostled, but they're they're all just sort of in the chest. <sighs> all right. Fine. Uh, Merrick's going to get as close as he can. And what would it take to undo one of these parcels without touching it? What, could he? Could he? Could he deftly do something with one of the the points of his mace, or uh, with a dagger? Uh, you could cut one open. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Why? Oh, no. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So, Merrick is going to bend down, and he's going to ever so gently try not to touch any of this stuff, and he's going to cut at that twine that's that's holding this little this little burlap sack together, and it's going to unfurl immediately. This is a light cloth, right? And it's going to open up immediately, and there's going to be this this powdery substance. And a breeze is going to pick up just as no. you do that and just sort no, of blow doesn't. some of it, just just a little bit of it around. No. Like oh, it, just no. to show you it's like, oh, this is light. This is really light, like lightweight. Like but uh, most of it's gonna still be sitting there. What's that? Is it Yarrow? <laughs> Actually it's it, well, okay, if who would like to do – who hasn't rolled here? Um, would someone else like to give me like a medicine check or uh, investigation, something like that? Uh, Avalyn will walk up and kind of peer. And he'll give it a medicine check, kind of like see what the, see what it is. Okay. Hit me. That's all right. I can't believe this is the shit we got for a 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, uh, the best Avalyn can say is it's – it's it's some sort of it, it's a blending of herbs of some sort. It's uh, definitely yarrow is uh, is 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 whiter. Bloodroot's got a red tinge. This is bluish, bluish. So, so it's like a bluish powder. Then yeah, <sighs> it's got a blue tint. All right, can so I don't want to keep doing this over and over and over. But since Merrick opened it up too, could he do a medicine check on Go this? Ahead. Or all right, I don't know. Merrick kind of looks like blue powder to me. Yeah, it's pretty blue, but I have more information because I just rolled a 23. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> There's a substance called Oranash. Uh, now, this is a, this is, it's, as rarity goes, it's, 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 it's a little up there. It's not, it's, it, okay, first of all, this is a drug. Uh, plain and simple. This is, um, it's, it's actually a powerful pain suppressor. Um, and what it's used by a lot is, uh, if, if, uh, adventuring parties or something like that, bandits use it a lot. If they don't have, uh, a cleric or someone who could help them, uh, it's, it's, it's used in the place of a healer. And what it does is it essentially, it's, it's, it's a powerful narcotic that, that just kind of makes you forget you're in pain. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't so, actually do any healing at all. It's just, oh, it's no, just, uh, uh, okay. no, it will not fix the problem. Um, but in, in, in small doses, it, it just kind of, you can get normal, right? It, you're just kind of, it'll, it'll numb or dull pain or something like that. The problem is its potency is pretty damn strong. And 
Yeah. Um, everything is rated, right? Uh, again, just like diseases, uh, drugs are rated in a few different categories. Potency, addiction level, rarity. The addiction level of Oranash is an 8 out of 10, which means you can get hooked real easy on this stuff. Uh, and, and it's, that's why no reputable dealer will touch this. It's, it's people reputable use it. <laughs> well, is, that yeah. why, is that why old boy had a death grip on it? Uh, okay. For Love 10, here's the thing. <laughs> for 10 packages of this stuff, this yeah. person paid a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, shit. Uh, so Merrick's going to, um, look up at Avalan and, and explain all of that, right? Like, this is, uh, Warren Ash. And, oh. yeah, this is, um, this is heavy duty shit. This is painkiller type stuff. This is, this is the kind of thing you take a, a little bit of and you're hooked. Thing is, I, it's gonna, I'd say it, but it's, it would bring a lot of, a lot of dough, <laughs> honestly, if we could, Oh, really? Pass this on to somebody. And I'm not not saying we should become dealers, and that's not my thing, but it'd be a waste to let this stay here whenever – there might be places that could truly use this, you know, maybe uh, maybe some clerics or something like that for some, you know, treating Clara's some pain gonna, and stuff like that. Clara's going to put up her hand and say, if this person was using it, it's probably infected we can't yeah, but, let anyone else use this. Yeah, but it was in the in the in the. It was tied it, up by yarn. Yeah, but it was in the chest, and, and who knows, right? Like, do you want to take that chance? Nah, I guess not. Okay, let's get Elrath to a cleric. So we should dispose of this then. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll throw it in the ditch. I'll just chuck it in. Miracle. Uses mace because it's the thing that uh, the reason he's using the mace is because it's it's already infected itself. It needs to be clean, so he's just using that as right. the so nobody else has to to get around that kind of stuff. So is it like a golf club swing or just kind of pushing it over? No, he's just pushing it over the edge. Um, but <laughs> if it's possible, Merrick is going to try to grab one of these. <laughs> I will tell you what. I'll let you get one shot at this. Okay. So. Uh, I kind of, kind of had a feeling. Give me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling. What? It's <laughs> a nine. That's yeah. not bad. Does a nine beat everyone's passive perception? Yes. Man, I think so. Nah. That sounds about right. What? My passive perception is a nine. <laughs> oh. So that will beat that. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Is that the, just the perception just listed on yes. our front page? Yeah, no, I see that too. And she's she's worried about <laughs> <Yeah>. being affected. <laughs> so let me ask a question. Okay, so you had this conversation. There's obviously there's obviously some concern and some worry about that. What would the reaction be to seeing Merrick grab one of these? No, just literally, just Kalona would just go no, but no. <sighs> He'll um. I mean, he wasn't trying to be, he's not like an addict. He was just trying to not let all of this go to waste, right? Like he just mentioned, right? I don't want to, so he'll, he'll look sheepish, a little shamed, and he'll just fucking toss it in the ditch. For fun. (laughs) Oh no. Does anyone want to know the going market rate for 
Four I packets of this God, size? If it's, uh, let's, is it like let's a thousand gold or let's something? Try. Yeah, I'm telling you. We could have One been second. billionaires. One second. I'm telling you. I mean, but we and also only would have started a plague. plague. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the cost got the of our souls, I've we already could have had so some money. Rich. Be so rich. Well, you just are a terrible paladin. Who's a paladin? Oh, wait, Claire. You're a terrible cleric. That's even worse. You're a cleric. Heal me. Guys, wait, wait, wait. No, we just ruined a million dollar business because if people got sick from the shit and we took, like, cure diseases. You know that's what people think the American government's doing with AIDS, right? Like, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not that I think any of us would have been morally okay with it, but. Absolutely oh, not. No. Okay, so what? Here's a question, just for role playing purposes. What would it take to know what the going rate was? Well, I mean, there's a difference between knowing what a thing is and knowing its value. I, I would say it's probably, um, I, I'd probably say, give me an, was it intelligence or wisdom? I'd say that's just knowledge, right? That's, that's not like putting pieces together. That's just like somebody told him one time or something. Yeah. It, it, intelligence. Like that could be, that could be intelligence. Uh, there's no um, streetwise type of thing, really. Yeah. So I'll okay. tell you what. Give me, who hasn't rolled it? Clara, do me a favor. Give me an intelligence check. The last Clara had heard about something like this. Um, uh, one of those packages would probably be worth somewhere in the area of about 850 to 900 gold. Jeez. <laughs> oh, right? Howdy. I'm so okay scared. with not causing a plague, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's no way of knowing. I also wouldn't pick up crack cocaine from an alley and try to sell it either like, as a person in real life. This is like finding Percocet and wanting to get it to the people who would administer it the best. But you found it next to someone who has the only case of Blake Plague that has existed in the 20th century clutched in their hands. Maybe. <laughs> it causes uh, okay. a wrinkle. Fine. Merrick is going to sullenly yeah jason here's a question for you was, was there any of the filth inside of the box though you know what i mean like no, inside i the- mean that looked uh-huh. that looked fairly clean uh-huh. what i'm saying he's still saying. dying from the plague guy i'm just saying i'm just saying no I'm if you want to argue in role play we can no like, no 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 not Ab- changing Evelyn's her mind not, Evelyn doesn't care about money so this is inconsequential <laughs> All right. Fine. So, everything's getting dumped back in the ditch. Yeah. You guys are continuing on your way? Swiftly. Yeah. Yeah, let's get to Lockford as quickly as we can. Let's see if we can... I mean, let's get straight there, and I think first order of business is to get Elorath to a cleric, and once that's starting to be taken care of, to, like, finish this this, uh, drop-off. Is there, like, a role we need to make to see if, like, anything's happening in the interim, like, between the body and Lockfort? How do you mean? Like, whether or not it's Oh, uh, like a flat like, D20? Prog- oh. Yeah, or, like, a progression of disease or something. Oh, never you mind. I'll ask you for a role soon enough. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Don't. I knew I, I, so, you, but so I, I love Jason. you, and I would never forget. 
I mean, you Great. could forget. No, that would that would be doing <laughs> you a disservice. You could forget that I have an STD. Like that. Would be <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I would say the rest of your day beyond that is pretty uneventful, right? You guys are making camp. You're 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 settling down for the evening. Now today, today's been a trying day, and it's a weird one because if you go out and you get jumped by wildlife or there's a bear or wolves or something like that, or even bandits or slavers or something, you kind of know how to react to that. Like either you, you know, everyone lived and you get to, you know, fight another day and things have gone relatively well, or you maybe lost a person or two or more. And that's, that's terrible, but either way, you kind of know how to feel, right? This is strange because it's kind of a waiting game. You don't exactly know what's going on. You you kind of saw the end result, but you're not exactly sure how long it would take to get to that, or if it's going to affect Elrath at all, or if it's just going to affect Elrath. Uh, how would everyone be feeling in camp that night? Oh, all this uh, disease shit has gone way over Avalon's head. It's in the realm of magic where he's like, ah, all the X's look like zeros. I... Uh, this is weird. I never he's not he's never dealt with a disease before, so he has no idea. He just saw the end result, so he doesn't know how he gets to there, so he's very worried. Um pointedly Clara usually takes off her little mask as soon as the sun goes down. She didn't. Yeah. She's gonna leave that mm. shit on. Nah, take the Japanese route. <laughs> yeah. Uh but when they do sit down for camp. She'll sit down close to Alarath, like not not like comically far away or anything, just like about a foot away wherever Alarath sits down and she's just going to be looking at the fire and ask, you feeling alright? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't feel too different. Just real gross. And she's going to kind of, like, mimic, like, shake, trying to shake it off still, like, from her hands. Just, ugh. I guess I'm okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Jason, help yes. me out here, because I'm not sure how it works lore-wise in Theria. In the books, there are two different types of halfling. There's, like, the little spry ones and then the little sturdy ones. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, canonically... Uh, Elrath is the little sturdy one. Is there a yes. name for those type of halflings in our world, Doubt. or is it that they're just they're in just the halflings? Books, they just turned out different. Yeah, they're just halflings. That t- I, I, okay. I would imagine it's just kind of like um, like it's not like oh you came from the mountains, so you're this. It's just more like well you're pretty. You're, yeah, you know you're right. You're just a tough halfling. You're not yeah. a, a different type of halfling. No, it's not a sub okay. race or anything. It's just like I just wanted to make tough. sure before I said something. Um, yeah. She's gonna nod and just say. Well, look, you're you're very sturdy. You're strong. You got this. She'll kind of give like a half-hearted, half-smile. <laughs> like, thanks. Let's try to get some sleep, okay? Okay. And she's like, she's like, okay. And she's still got her hands like out. Like, she's just in disbelief. Like, what the fuck? All I did was touch a goddamn chest. Out of character. You washed your hands, right? Like, you took a took a flask yeah. and, like, okay, just checking. Yeah, no, but she's just, like, she's scared right now. Because she's like, I just touched a box and now I could die? My skin right. could fall off? And it's, it's a weird thing because I, I imagine that's something that you've done 
a thousand times, be oh, it yeah. you know in town, cities, like on the road. That's it's happened, to it, but it only takes once. Yeah. <sighs> okay, look, I was avoiding this, but now that it's nighttime and you guys are settling in, Elrath. Mm. Here's how this is going to work. You are the first person on the show to be dealing with these new mechanics. It is uh, brand new. Fifth edition stuff. This is not from the books. This this is all homebrew. So what I'm going to ask you to do is roll a constitution check for me. Okay. Now, I can't tell you what... I can't tell you the difficulty check, and I can't tell you um, if you've succeeded or failed, but you'll find out in time. Great. Well, I have a zero modifier in my constitution. So let me see if I have any... Uh, if it helps, I have stout resilience, which means I have resistance against poison. You <laughs> <laughs> just laugh. Would would I, you say that this is a saving throw? <laughs> it is. Okay. So I could. Oh, so it's a con saving throw then. It's a con saving throw. I'm sorry. Oh, I had okay. to. I had to check the exact wording that I had. Like it's it's important, but yes. Okay. Good. Well, then I actually have a plus two modifier on that. Hey. <laughs> Eight is not great. But I i mean... It's not a one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, sadly, I can't tell you whether this succeeds or fails. But I can tell you that you'll, um, you'll know within the next week. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, would anyone else like to do anything before we continue on? Uh, if we have a campfire, uh, Merrick's going to use this opportunity to to basically do a sterilization on his mace. Right. Just kind of burn it? Yeah, just put all the metal bits, whatever it takes to just feel like it's, like, sterilized, like, done. Kaluna will do the same with their javelin. Okay. I know someone's going to try and talk shit about wooden shit, but that's, that's fucking how you get wood. Never mind. We're being mind. I'm aborting that. I'm aborting that sentence. Okay. <laughs> being careful. Found it's best not to call out the audience preemptively. Yeah. I didn't know. I, did. I was going to say uh, that's how you get wood hard. Uh, uh, oh my god. You mean with a little heat? Oh uh, my god. With a little bit of pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> a little disease. Nice. Mm. Mm. I would say. A couple more days are going to pass. And uh, it's been, it, beyond that one uh, incident, it's been pretty, pretty quiet. Uh, the, the standard adventuring life out on the road, you, you know, people pass by, you're passing by them, you're heading in opposite directions, or someone on horseback with something urgent probably flies by. Uh, but after after a couple more days, it is the 12th of yesterday. A lot of people in this group are going to see a familiar sight. Well, I guess everyone, even Merrick's been here, but yep. um, cresting over the hill, you are going to see the tiny town of Lockford. <laughs> now, depending on the last time you were here, it's probably uh, a little more bustling than, than it was. Uh, the town of Lockford, again, has had some struggles. Now, 
they do get people coming in and out, but it is very much a stop along the way. Uh, people heading from, uh, White Hedge to Fair Bay, they'll, they'll have to go through Lockford, but it is very much like, and go, 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 go. Like a lot of people don't want to stay there. If they don't have to stay the night, they like to push through. People will prefer to camp outside of town. That's like one of the only towns or cities on this continent that people are like, you know what? Let's avoid it. Let's just keep going. I'd rather sleep in the wilderness. That's how bad the reputation of Lockford is. Uh, now, the, the, a lot of this party, a lot of, a lot of you guys have been here very recently. So this isn't, uh, a lot of this isn't news. Um, uh, Taryn Domir, uh, tiefling, uh, is, uh, the sheriff of the town currently. Trying to get the place back on track, trying to, uh, trying to get, trying to shake that old stigma, trying to, trying to get the reputation of Lockford back. It's like, hey, it's a nice town. A lot of the buildings have been, you know, they've been rebuilt. Uh, Cause uh, a couple years back, all the doors and windows gone, uh, boarded up. Everything was, you know, in shambles. Things were torn down, blood everywhere. So over the last couple of years, things have been cleaned up and, and, and rebuilt. Uh, one of the big things you'll notice in the town of Lockford, there's no children. Hmm. No children in the town of Lockford. Uh, hmm. a lot of the, well, they're all, they're all in the attic. The, yeah. No, it's <laughs> not, not a very sexy place. It's not. <laughs> I don't know how to take what you just said. Yeah, not not, not <laughs> a lot of whoopee going on is what I'm saying. Oh, not I thought right you meant because speak. of the lack of children, it's not very sexy. It's like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> because children make places sexy. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm just going to isolate that for future blackmail. Uh, the oh, no. so a lot of the ki- a lot of the families with kids or the orphans who were left over, uh, they left. Um, a lot of them went to uh, a lot of them headed west. Um, few of them headed to uh, small towns nearby, like White Hedge and Oldmore. Uh, but yeah, no children in the town of Lockford. It's, um, it's something you don't, a lot of people don't notice right away, but after a while, it's like, Hey, I don't hear any like kids playing or, 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 or anything like that. <sighs> Long story short, you guys are going to get to the town of Lockford. <clears throat> uh, and I'm guessing the, well, well, actually, you know what? Now that things have happened on the road, what would be the first thing you guys are, are checking out? Looking for clerics. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick question, though. Do uh, What information do we have? I'm, I'm assuming we have information from Clay about mm-hmm. who we're supposed to deliver all of this stuff to. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is that? What is what is that meant to be? Uh, well, I, remember how I said a lot of this is herbs and stuff like that? Yep. Well, uh, there's a little shop. Uh, there's a little shop in Lockford called Homegrown. Uh, and, Aww. um, it's, uh, it, it's the, it's the local herb shop. There's actually, again, this town, this town is very much trying to get back. So you basically got your butcher, you got an inn, <laughs> which doesn't see a lot of, you know, it doesn't see a lot of, uh, a lot of patrons. And then you get, uh, you got a couple of like hunters, things like that. And then you got this one shop homegrown, which is a combination, um, uh, herbalist, and like a general goods store, that type of thing. I'm 
I'm thinking that we might be able to kill two birds with one stone. So we could start looking for clerics or we could drop the stuff off and start asking like, hey, where's the best place to, you know, try to find somebody to help with. The- Unless there's like a really obvious place. Well, that's true. Okay. Fair. Well, the herbalist might actually know where we could find one or have some of those mountain herbs or whatever. Yeah. This dank mountain herbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking it, it might be a good place to start. Um, so we don't like bring attention to like, Hey, um, by the way, is there anybody here who can fix a really bad, Disease, you know, on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any so it ideas? sounds like uh, it, it, well, it sounds like you guys are going to make your delivery because that's pretty much where you're headed anyway, and maybe ask questions while you're there. Sure. Yeah. Feels right. So, um, Homegrown is a tiny. Uh, it, it's a tiny shop right off the side of Main Street here. Uh, if you're heading into town, it'll be on your right. Uh, it's, uh, so the town of Lockford used to have this, this little, uh, this, this little waist high wall, <laughs> which mm. is, yeah, it's pretty easily vaulted. They've since built it up a bit. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's, it's not, it's not a big enough wall to really keep nasty, nasty things out if they really want to get in, but it does make people feel a little more secure. It's more for, it's more for the town's sense of, uh, security than anything, you know? It's so, like having a tiny yappy dog. You know they can't do anything, but you feel better that they'll at least let you know that something's <laughs> happening. You're about to be murdered. You're about to be murdered. Like that, t- yeah, it'll, it'll let you know. <laughs> so this, this wall is about like seven and a half, eight feet tall, something like that. So, I mean, the, the really agile people of the world could climb it and you know a werewolf can get over it if they really wanted to, but, um, it does make you feel a little more safe and secure. So there is a front gate to town, which is open. And, uh, uh, w- you know, if you're walking in right off Main Street, like about two, three hundred yards into town, you turn and there's homegrown. Uh, and walking in, uh, you would meet, uh, Jordana Kiergan. But to people in Lockford, she's called Jordana the Blind. Um, and if, if you walk up to the counter and you, you have a, it's, it's incredibly evident. She has, um, very milky eyes. Like her, her pupils are basically gone. You, if you look very, very closely, you can see, but it's almost like she has, uh, really thick cataracts, like something like that. Like she is very blind. Not very old either. Um, looks to be in her late twenties, early thirties. Aww. Would any of us have been here before? Because I feel like if someone knows her, they should open the dialogue. It's one of those things if you're, unless you need general goods or something, um, or herbs, um, probably, probably not. Uh, otherwise, she doesn't get out too much. This is like her. That it's sounds, all, yeah. That sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Kaluna will step up. I feel like they feel like in their element here, even though it's not right. quite their home. It's like close enough that they're like, yeah, we got stuff this. About this. Right. So uh, and as you walk in, there'd be a little chime. And after after the appropriate amount of seconds, like a few seconds go by, she would kind of call out from behind the counter. Can I help you folks with anything today? We've got a delivery. And they'll, they'll thump down their entire pack. And start digging 
to get the stuff out. Right. And, uh, oh, she would launch. Oh, are you the folks from Donhurst? I, I don't mean to be rude, but it's been quite a while. No, we're, we're from Fairbay. That sounds unfortunate. And just like as they're like taking stuff out and putting it on the counter, just that sounds bad. Hmm. <laughs> That's tough shit for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah, and as you're putting things on the counter, she'll she'll kind of like touch each item, like okay, kind of taking inventory. It's like good, good, like checking things off and uh, like a mental list. Uh, and and as she's going through, <sighs> well, uh, just the same. Thank you. Uh, every delivery counts for quite a bit. I hope you didn't have any trouble along the way. Kaluna will definitely like have a little pause, but then no, nothing big. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> dying. <laughs> See weird stuff in ditches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think yeah, Merrick would also start start taking stuff out of packs and you know like trying to get everybody like yeah yeah let's get our get the stuff out here and 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 putting things on the counter and he'll say um one other thing though uh. We are looking for someone who maybe knows a little bit about disease and maybe some healing. Are, are there any maybe people that you might have come across or that you're familiar with in, uh, in Lockford that could uh, help us? Hmm. In Lockford. Uh, I have a lot of specialists here, uh, to be honest. Uh, okay. Well, be more specific. What do you... And there's almost an air of like you're wasting her time. Not not right. not quite that rude, but just like cut to the chase. It's why why are we being so vague? Oh no, I mean just it's uh, you know if if we were to have come across maybe something that maybe would have been infected with something not good, we just wanted to make sure everything was sort of cleaned up and uh, and all good. So I don't know if you know about slough fever. No big deal. But we just wanted to be able to talk to somebody about it. <sighs> so she's not looking you right in the eye, but she is her. She's, she she's well, no. <laughs> but like she's looking in your general direction. She's listening and her expression's going to change on a fucking dime. The second slough fever comes out of your mouth and she's she's going to, you know, look over the group, just kind of like just tilling her head. Are one of you infected by slough fever? No, 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 no. That's not it at all. We Could you came that? across. No, absolutely not. That's not what's going on here. Uh, we, we came across something uh, that, that seemed to hint upon slough fever. It made us think, and we just wanted to make sure that, you know, we just wanted to check in with somebody that may be a healer or something like that, just to make sure everything was okay. We don't, we're not having any sort of symptoms. Nothing like that's happening. It's not like that. It's Kaluna more like is giving him, Kaluna's giving Merrick the dirtiest look. Just like, oh. Consider it runny tummy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kaluna's going to look extra disappointed. Just like, how dare you? Oh, no. Oh, oh, boy. Crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) 
those of you at home, I asked, I asked LRF to roll a constitution uh, check for me. LRF rolled a one. I imagine you burp a little and like a skull and crossbones comes out. (laughs) 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 Or, or everybody turns to look at LRF and there's an, there's like a, Hooded cloaked figure with a scythe <laughs> behind. <laughs> Her ear just falls off. Right. No, no, nothing like that. Elrath is going to. You ever been around somebody or been that person? And, um, whether you swallow wrong or something like that, you just instantly start coughing and not just like a, Oh, pardon me. Like that desperate, yes. I'm trying to get air into my lungs choking. Yes. That's what's going to start happening to Elrath, but there's going to be a definite fluid. Uh, there is, um, there's, uh, there's a gooiness to it. It is a liquid. Um, it does not sound good. And this is going to go on for several seconds before Elrath is going to be able to get her bearings again and stop. But it's going to be a very, uh, by the time she's done, it's going to be a very much like, like kind of gasping, just like, okay, okay, I think I'm done, that type of thing. <laughs> now, the end of it, yeah. Uh, Merrick is gonna Merrick is gonna turn directly back to uh, to her and say, "Actually, we need help immediately." Kalun is going to facepalm loudly. Same. It is a facepalm in unison. <laughs> Jordana's gonna reach out and and start to run her hands along the counter and go back to the front door and lock it. Um, oh. And there's going to be, there's going to be, well, <laughs> there's going to be um, some blinds uh, next to the, the front door and, and she's going to draw that. So the, the shop is going to get very dim very quickly. And there's going to be uh, just the illumination of the sunlight coming in between the, 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 the slats of the blinds. All right. I need you to all be very honest with me very quickly. Because if word gets out in this town that your friend is carrying something like that, I can't guarantee her safety. Now, I'm going to do everything I can to help you. But if I, for one second, get the feeling that you are lying to me on any level, I will open this door and I will call for that sheriff and they will kill you. Do you understand me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Nodding weakly. <laughs> she <laughs> can't see she it, but I did it. Yep. <laughs> Kaluna will just sort of give a noise, affirmative noise. Um, I, I feel like Clara would step o- step forward at that point and just kind of lay it all out. Here's what happened. There was a tiefling in the woods. He was already dead. My friend touched the chest he was holding. That is it. But we do think he had sloth fever. Kaluna will pipe up. Think is a weak word. We're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. His face was boiling. And okay. kind of gone. Yep, yep. Yes. Evelyn <laughs> folds his arms stoically. You ever talk to somebody and, um, they're trying not to give you the worst news possible or, or jump to the worst conclusion. So they're getting ready to interject with, okay, that doesn't necessarily mean. And then the more, um, <laughs> the more, the more holes you fill in the story, the more details you give her. She's just like, shit. Okay. 
The boils thing is what pushed it over. All right. I was going to say that maybe this individual died another way, but that does sound like the disease was in the later stages. How long ago was this exactly? How long ago was this exactly? Yeah. It would have been about three days. Yeah, it would have been about three days by now. Yeah. Yeah. About three days ago. Um, She's going to wander up to Elrath and and sort of uh, reach out and and find Elrath's shoulders and then um, start to uh, trace lines around Elrath's neck, feeling around the throat area, uh, kind of just feeling, does that feel sensitive to you? Probably a little, I'm imagining. Tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, after the choking. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that... that that kind of hurts a little. All right. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. That cough didn't sound good. And I'd say you probably have another day or so before the real symptoms start kicking in. And it's going to make it a lot harder for you to fight or even travel eventually. Give me a moment. Let me see what I can do. And she's going to go back behind the counter again, kind of feeling her way back, uh, just to make sure that you guys didn't drop anything in front of her. She knows the layout of her shop, but if you drop a bag or something in the middle of it, that's going to severely fuck her up. So uh, she's going to feel her way to the back, and she's going to start feeling for uh, very specific herbs in the back. Everything's kind of labeled. All right. I have half of what you need here. Um, we're going to need some northern nettle, but... That's probably going to be in the mountains up north. Now, I could tell you the best place to probably find that, but you have a choice to make here. Firstly, you cannot stay in this town. If, no offense, if you start coughing like that, these people have lost a lot, and that's just probably too much for them. I know, I helped them get it back. And uh, she's going to turn her head just a bit, like, Go on. Like, remember how there were werewolves here? Yeah, you're welcome. <coughs> Cough pitifully. Yeah, she's her mouth's going to open just a little bit. I'm terribly sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to be curt with you. I'm more concerned for you. I didn't mean to be rude. I just don't feel good. I know. And trust me, I I understand what you're going through, and I want to help. So, I'm going to lay out your options for you, and it's, it's going to be up to your group to decide what's best for you. Did anyone else touch the body or any of the possessions? Merrick's going to just sort of raise his hand and say, like, I, I poked around... But it was with my mace. I didn't touch anything. Could you repeat that last line? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I poked around with my mace, but I didn't touch anything. And no one else is showing symptoms. No, nope. nobody. All right. I have, I have enough ingredients for half of the remedy you're going to need. We're catching this in the early stages, but. It's gonna take you, it's gonna take you days to get to the mountains, and then I can only give you 
a pretty good idea of where this should be growing this time of year. If you can, if you can get the other half, I'll give you my supply and directions on how to make the remedy, and you can take your chances. The best thing I could tell you to do beyond that is to try and find a cleric, which, no offense, but you're going to need someone who's really skilled, and that's probably going to be in a big city. So, your choices are pretty much Donhurst or Brightport. Either one of those is going to take you to beyond a week, unless you're really hustling. How much time do you feel like she has? It all depends on the individual, but just staying alive isn't going to be pleasant. It's, from everything that I've heard, it is a very painful death. And the last few days with it, you're going to become incredibly infectious. How much time do we have before it's too late? At best, you're looking at about two weeks. Okay. All right. Uh, tell us what to get and where to get it. She's going to write a few things down. Now, here is the decision placed before the group. If you have your map, Lockford is situated in a very um, precarious spot. It's a stop along the way. So you can either... Take your chances in the mountains, and she is going to write down some uh, some places where this might grow. Uh, now, you're going to basically be stopping at the base of the mountains and then working your way up, hoping that hoping that the 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 closer spot down is is where this is going to be growing first, and then if not, you're just going to have to go process of elimination, work your way up the mountain. Now that is going to be slow. And dangerous, because you're either, again, going to have to go through Bandit's Rest, or you're going to have to go through Dragon's Reach. Your other options are to go to a big city like Brightport or Donhurst. Now, each of these is... Uh, I could do the math for you if you'd like. Yes, please. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first inclination is to say Donhurst, because at least it's there by the mountains. Or closer to the mountains than Brightport, but Brightport might be closer on in terms of like writing. Right. My thing is, if we go to Brightport and we try to find a priest there, there's almost no way they're going to do something that taxing for free. My thing about a big city is if if she's infectious Wait. by the time we get there. Oh, that too. I was going to say, don't you guys know somebody in Brightport? We may or may not. <laughs> I don't actually remember if that was in the recap. My mental is shit. <laughs> we know people in Brightport. We've got a lot of connections. That doesn't mean we know anybody who can do a lot of healing. But No, I know, but like... Uh. I mean, it's, everything's a gamble, right? But I can tell you that the gamble of trying to start climb the mountains while you're getting more and more ill mm-hmm. is doesn't sound like a, like a smart move. No. Unless we're just super lucky. But what we can do is maybe get you to a big city and see if there's anything that can slow it down or, mm-hmm. and then while that's happening, maybe some of us can go try to find a, a, a different cure. I don't know, but 
I think we need to get you someplace safe and someplace where it's not going to tax you too much. The problem is if we go on the mountain and she gets even more sick, there's going to be a point where we have to keep her around us, but she's going to be very infectious. You know? Right. And, and leave her behind. Yeah, because I imagine the sicker she gets, the weaker she gets. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not a very good start to an adventuring group. Jason. Yes. At the very least, with the 50 gold we got, could we get like a horse and cart? Just cart, not like carriage or anything. Just like a halfling could sleep here. Um, I would say the people of Lockford are pretty eager to please. Um, right. And Jordana might be able to hook you up with something. So I'd say yes. Okay, so we that's, have that 50 possible. gold from Clay that we could use to buy that so that traveling will be less of an issue. And hopefully she can stay well longer if she's resting. So she won't have to be walking at least. Yeah. yeah. We could all just walk next to the, I, I doubt we have enough for fucking five horses, but we could at least get one. Right. Um, Let me lay out your options and uh, tell you how long it would take to get to places. Now, if you took the mountain route, right? If you just wanted to go to the Hazon Mountains, initially it's going to take you uh, uh, six to seven and a half days, depending on weather and, and all that, to get uh, from Lockford to head north into the mountains and start your, your journey. Now, now, you may get incredibly lucky and find what you need right away and start uh, start giving uh, Elrath a cure. However... If it's a particularly bad time for this herb to grow, you might have a harder time finding it. That could add days to that. It's nothing's for sure. Now, uh, clerics do tend to be in bigger cities like Donhurst, Brightport, uh, Winterhaven, and stuff like that. To get to Donhurst, it's going to take you uh, 9 to 11 days. Jeez. To get to Brightport, it's going to take you 8 to 9 days. Now, that isn't factoring in how hard you push a horse if you do get it and just try to, you know, um, obviously, the less exertion Elrath gets, the better the chances. And she might be able to, to, to stave some of this off. It's, it's all kind of about the body's ability to, uh, to, to fight for itself, immune system wise. So best case scenario you're going to get a couple of weeks out of this uh and by the end of 2 weeks it's it's going to get pretty nasty question would would healing spells work on Elorath? would they help her so uh this is a mechanics thing um and this is uh th- this it pretty much breaks down to this uh for a level uh 3 or 4 disease uh, these are things that'll help. Now, if you have a lesser restoration spell, something like that, there will be constitution saves that I'm going to ask Elrath to make from, from, from time to time. That would give a plus two to those constitution saves. A straight up heal, uh, heal will cure that illness. Uh, and then of course, like a power wield heal will, will absolutely just eradicate the illness and it'll be fine. So cure wounds isn't a thing for this. No, it's not mm-hmm. going to, yeah. You know, that's a Band-Aid when you need a tourniquet. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure a disease is a wound. Fairly <laughs> certain. It creates wounds. So, <laughs> yeah. So we, need to, we need to find a, a pretty high-level cleric that can just heal. Yeah. 
Right. And again, that's a big city thing. That's uh, the difference between having like a, like a small town doctor that's like, oh, yeah, I can give you a splint yeah. or I could do this. But like you're going to need to go see a specialist for this. This is a big city th- trip. But if we could find a cleric and they could do heal, it would be a pretty much a guarantee that it's taken care of. It would eradicate what's going on. How likely are we to find a cleric like that in a city like Brightport? Oh, st- pretty. Yeah, I mean, just because Brightport has a reputation doesn't mean there are there aren't good people in there. And okay, even if you um, even if you don't want to slap the quote unquote good tag on a cleric, people charge money for all kinds of services. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 it's clear to me. I don't know if anybody else has any other ideas, but we could go to the mountains and do this all on our own, and it could take five weeks. It could be a month before we find what we're looking for. If we go to Brightport, we can definitely find somebody who can do it. And that's a guarantee that they could get rid of it. It's just a matter of whether we have the money for it and if we can find the right person. But it's all about getting you there as quickly as possible. Anybody else have any other ideas? I think we should... I think we should do the city thing. I think we should try, try like we suggested, try and get a cart so Elorath can rest as much as possible and we can get there as quickly as, as we can do. All right. So that's what Clara, Clara would ask next is just, can we get a cart and a horse? Um, is there, do you know anywhere we could go to get those things? <clears throat> Jordana would probably have been listening while you guys are debating because Obviously, it's it's a big decision. Well, um, I could talk to someone for you. I have a favor or two to cash in, but it's not going to be the fastest horse. But at least you won't be walking the entire way. Thank you so much. Thank you. She's going to she's going to go to speak and then stop, and she's going to reach her hand out again and put it on Hellerath's shoulder. I'm really sorry about this. I I wish there was more I could do right now. No. It's, it's okay. I, I hope I didn't get you sick. I'm sure I'll be fine. You people should probably get moving as quickly as you can. I'll... I'll arrange for someone to meet you at the front gate whenever you're ready. Have we gotten the half of the remedy already? I would say, yeah, she pulled her supply and and given it to you just in case. Like, let's say the cleric thing falls through, but you're in a major city. They'll probably have uh, a a better source of herbs and such in the area. Okay. Is it like a, is it like a bunch of herbs or what is it? Is it like a, a it's a collection of herbs, uh, things like roadweed and things like that. That's, uh, that's something that's more common and she has an, an larger supply. It's the same thing with, um, it's same general rule of thumb as the doctor thing. The, the bigger the city, the, the more, uh, the, the greater the chances you're going to find something of a bit more rarity or, uh, if there's a, if there's a market, especially in a city like Brightport, if there's a market for it, someone's selling it somewhere. Yeah. All right. Merrick's going to look her in the eyes and hold up the, the, the parcel, even though she can't see, and say, this will be repaid. Trust me. Don't worry about it. It's um, it's my good deed for the day. Well, it, it will come back around. No question. 
I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the night. I know we were all waiting for you to say that. I know. uh, Jason, we know. Like, come on. (laughs) I don't want to end on that note, but God. (laughs) You're going to be fine, LRF. We're going to take care of you. We're we're going to like it. This is a doozy. I wasn't expecting a class four. She gets to take like a little like cruise. Oh. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> we're gonna take you to a farm upstate. There's gonna be plenty of room for you to run around. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna bundle you up in blankies, and we're gonna be lots of bees like that you can play around with, and goats to scream at. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the bustling city of Winterhaven, far to the north, Arya Lathea and Theodore Pox have their collection of bags and trunks packed and are currently waiting by their front door for their transport to arrive. (sighs) Okay, um... I I think that's everything. You know, if you were having second thoughts, we could always put everything back and cancel. Right after we just finished packing everything? I, I could do it. It's it's no problem. If you're worried about wasting an afternoon, I could put everything back. I look. I, I know this probably isn't the smartest thing, and I mean, my, how many times have we had this conversation in the past week? I, I understand your concerns, and if you really, really don't want to do this, then we won't. It's it's okay, and. She kind of looks a bit like she's like look looking down and kind of not. Like she doesn't look too thrilled about the idea. Right. I I think at that he would let out a sigh and he'd go to reach for Arya's hands. Look, I'm just worried. I I know they're going to be here in a few minutes, and I guess I'm a little panicked about the whole thing. Yeah. No, I. I am too. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm I'm also worried. It's I know things aren't the same anymore as well compared to the last time we were uh, out and about. And she'll look up at him and kind of smile a bit. And I think we'll be okay. I well, we're definitely not going to be alone. And I mean. We don't even have to get close to the camp or anything. It's There's a lot we can do just from kind of being in the area and just seeing it. it, it it's going to be okay. Well, were you going to try and talk to him? I, I, I know you don't... You're not fluent in, in Orcish yet, but I mean, maybe short sentences, something like that? Or are you just there to watch? I I mean, if the opportunity arises, then yeah, but it depends, I guess, on if the negotiators need someone that can speak a bit, or I mean, I can be there to help translate if they need it, but it's really mainly to watch. I just want to see what it's like, what everything is like you know almost nothing you sure there's nothing else you could pick up from books around here 
Arya's gonna kind of look to um to like one of her bags I assume has a lot of books in it and these are books that have like notes pretty much like scrawled in and like on every single page and are like stuffed with like mm-hmm. like different like bookmarks and everything. This <laughs> is like clearly pretty much completely exhausted of information and just Yeah, I I think that's gonna be it for here. I mean it's I mean, after this, we can kind of see what other options might be. I mean, Donhurst probably has a much better collection. <laughs> and she'll kind of chuckle a bit, because that's probably an even worse option than what they're doing now. So. Oh, yeah, he would... I unless it's, unless it's very clear that's a joke, he would kind of turn like a, a, a paler shade. Just, oh, the one next to the huge camp of orcs. Oh, good. Good. No, that 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 was a joke. Sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. That that would be really dumb. That's. I mean, really, I, I I wouldn't have suggested to do this unless it was gonna be as safe as it possibly could be, which I it is. I know. It it's not gonna be like the old days. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be guards. There's. And again, he's, I, I would imagine he's still kind of holding Arya's hands, just kind of giving mm-hmm. him a squeeze every once in a while. Yeah, she'll squeeze back. It's just that if things, if things went bad, we're not, we're not really in a position to defend ourselves like before, you know? Yeah, well, I, I know, I'm, I'm, I know, it's, I mean, um, the bright side, we get to stay in the middle of the camp instead of guarding the outside of it. <laughs> it's not like we really could, but... And she, she looks a bit forlorn, almost, like, kind of, like, not, like, super sad, but kind of just, like, thinking about how things used to be and is a bit kind of melancholy, almost. But... Look, I'm... I'm sure everything's going to be great. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna head south for a couple weeks tops, and then boom, right back to Winterhaven. Everything's going to be fine. I, even if something were to go wrong, we're going to be in great hands, and we've, we've survived some pretty rough stuff. Yeah, for sure. And she's going to kind of like glance at the scar on his neck and then look away. We know how to survive some pretty tough stuff if it comes down to it. There's more than just being able to punch things with magic. Okay, slow down. Yep, this is the one. Stop here. (laughs) And uh, make space for their bags on the carriage here because they're going to have a lot of they're going to have a lot of stuff. Well, because they're nervous, that's why. Just it, make the space. <laughs> Arya, Theo. Hey, Malchus. Uh, Malchus will, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, step on into the house. Oh, look at that. I was right. Arya will kind of wince a bit at that. No, I, I'm sorry. It, it's been a long morning of preparations and 
I know you're just prepare it. It's, I wasn't sure how many books would be too much, or it it, it probably got a bit out of hand. Uh, well, that's what porters are for, I guess. So, uh, are you all? Are you two feeling? I know. Uh, I know. There's been a bit of um, back and forth about this trip. Feeling more confident this morning. Arya's going to kind of glance towards Theo. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that's the thing where they're glancing at each other. Uh-huh. I see. Uh, well, look, don't worry. We have plenty of guards coming along, and everybody knows things are different now. You're not expected to take up fighting positions. You're doing this as civilians. Research. Helping the city in a peaceful way. I was just saying, everything's going to be fine. It's um, just a diplomatic mission. I don't see what could possibly go wrong. Especially with the uh, great Malchus Grimness on our side. Even if the orcs do attack, they won't stand a chance. I haven't been put to the test in a while, but hopefully I haven't grown too fat on the public coffer. <laughs> Theo's going to um, sort of reach out is, did you get a new cape? Uh, this may be one of a few new capes, yes. Did uh, you get a new cape for this mission? I mean, it's not commemorative, but it... Are you trying to impress the orcs? I'm not trying to impress the orcs, I'm trying to radiate authority. Right? You need to look good for that. Uh, I'm, I mean, I guess for our people, at least, but I mean, you surely know that uh, their fashion senses are a bit different from ours. Look, that this is beside the point. Okay, I... You need to... You never know who is going to see you, no matter where you go. It's important to look authoritative. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we bring the orcs new capes? <laughs> I don't think they would appreciate that to the degree that some other cultures might. <laughs> I guess you can keep that in mind for other diplomatic opportunities. Well, if they arise. So, um, I'm honestly kind of uh, glad the two of you haven't, uh, you know, backed out of this. It's, uh, I know I said I would try to be of more help to all of you after uh, all that you did for me, but politics is more putting out fires than I expected. Well, I mean, now that we're living here, you taking on that side of things, it's helping us in its own way. I know, but I wanted it to be more direct. <laughs> I'm glad to have this opportunity. And not just for you, but, you know, looking for more direct ways to do more for Winterhaven than just 
stop the bad things, stop the inconveniences. I really, I really want this place to be a, a great, what do I want to say? I want Theria to look to Winterhaven as a model city. And I can't work on that as much if it's all putting out fires like it is. I, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm glad to be in a position where I can do what I can, but well, I had my visions of how it would go, and then I had reality, I guess. Hmm. Well, I think it'll be nice to be out and doing something for all three of us. I mean, even if it's not in the face of danger, it's just a nice change of pace for a bit. Hmm. Well, certainly uh, a little more excitement than any of us have been used to in the past months, staying uh, staying in the city, staying more sedentary. I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just... Fresh air will be nice. And... Yeah. I'm not... I'm sorry. That came off wrong. I just... It's good to see the two of you together and happy, but, and maybe this is just be projecting how I see things. I just, because of what happened, uh, Theo with, and he just kind of points to Theo's throat and, uh, uh, and then Aria with the, well, with, with losing your powers. I just, I didn't, I didn't want the two of you to lose ambition. I guess both of you came out of our adventures together uh, having lost more than the rest of us did, I felt like. I I didn't want that to defeat you, either of you. Arya will nod. I I can see that point of view, yeah. I mean, it's taken getting used to for sure, but... Honestly, I I think right now with what we're doing, this is what I would have wanted to do. And maybe if I hadn't lost my, my abilities, it that would have led me to go try and do something with them. And but right now, I'm 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 happy. And she'll give Theo's hand a squeeze. Yeah, I mean, if it if it wasn't for you and the group, I probably still be hanging around in bars in Brightport, so yeah, things worked out pretty well. At that, uh, Malchus smiles and um, he goes, I'm glad to hear it. And to be to be truthful, you two have, have pivoted very well. Uh, Aria, it seems like the studies are going well, even if we're expanding them a bit here. And, uh, <laughs> Theo, how are the herbs? Oh, it's good, actually. Um, I'm working on a couple of things here, but I'm a long ways away from, you know, selling them to a shop or anything. But yeah, it's 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 going really well. Good. Happiness is far too scarce in theory, generally speaking. So I'm glad the two of you have been able to find it. And hey, don't worry about the city. I I, I think things have been going really well. It's been pretty quiet, but that's a good thing. Right? That means you're getting good at the whole putting out fires thing. 
Yeah, but we haven't had a massive dragon attack in two years, so. And Thea's going to point and say, right, that? We've been dragon-free since 1263. (laughs) 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 Certainly admirable statistics. We'll uh, make sure to spread those around. As you said, it's it's nice that we haven't had as many fires to put out, but I'm I'm restless. Not in a go out and fight monsters again kind of restless, but in a uh, I really want to figure out how to take Winterhaven to the next level. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll get some inspiration from the trip. Fingers crossed. As long as I've uh, helped you with your mission here. For now, that'll be enough. Thank you. Really, it's it means a lot to to have you help us. Theo's gonna Theo's gonna reach down and and pick up this this one of the bags here. This is the one with the books. <laughs> Arya's gonna kind of glance towards Malchus, kind of almost panic, just like you, you did say something about porters, right? Yeah, let's. Okay, they're ready. You can come on in. Uh, take, well, I guess, absolutely all of this. <laughs> uh, I'd say one of the larger uh, one of the larger guys is going to grab this uh, this 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 heavy sack with with a bit more ease than what Theo's kind of lugging it up with. I have a very important question: Are we loading this up in a wagon? Uh, I mean, I would assume there's both wagons and carriages involved. Okay. Malchus like, refuses to go anywhere, not in a carriage. I was well, going like, to ask, is the wagon or carriage familiar to anyone who might have listened to Arc 1? Uh, the, the, I mean, it's the classic carriage. It's, uh, it's <laughs> both, it's both practical and a, uh, and a souvenir of different times. Uh, okay. so I would say... Uh, Malchus would not readily retire such a thing. Okay. Is it still monogrammed on this? <laughs> uh, the monogram has been replaced with the crest of Winterhaven. It is, <laughs> it is, it's a business carriage now. <laughs> <laughs> it's leased by the company. Ah, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Oh my God. And I would imagine with that, uh, after everyone's piled in and, and packed up, I would imagine everyone rides, starts riding south. Boy, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, uh, there's a few things you could do to help support us and, and keep this kind of stuff going. Reviews on iTunes are always super helpful. That kind of gets us in the public eye. It just, it just really helps. Uh, you can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dungeons and randomness, all spelled out. You can hit us up on Twitter and at D-A-N-D-R podcast. And of course, we are sponsored by the lovely people over at Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Uh, of course, we do not ask for something for nothing. There's tons of content over there as we are trying to make sure that you never have a bored moment on a car ride at work, out walking, whatever it is. There's always a show or something to listen to. And one of the things we do is the character chat. Every single month we sit down with a member of the cast. Uh, sometimes it's someone who used to be on the show. Most of the time it's a current person. We try and mix it up. 
And we just kind of talk to them about everything that's happened to their character so far. We take your questions. We we just kind of have a relaxed chat about things. And here's a clip of me talking to Xavier about uh, Group 2 and their trip to Talor and how it had been going up into that point. Um, I think I think we could have done it in less time. Uh, not necessarily like sessions-wise, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit of us taking like every quest that came at us like to do everything that was thrown at us mm-hmm. and uh i'm really happy we we got to take those moments but at the same time and that's the like group two the group two blues but like we we, we do talk a lot around the table about how, what's the best course of action and once we've taken that course of action what's the best game plan and there's like <laughs> five different game plans and like it's no that's 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 all news by now but yeah uh, every time we play a session, it's like I, I always saw our group being at the end of that uh, mini quest, sub quest, or like at the other end of the continent, and we only like left the building at the end of the session. And <laughs> every time that happened, it was kind of like, oh, and it's nobody's fault really, except like maybe a, a group thing. Well, you're all very, you're all planners. You're all exactly. And you want to be thorough, and again, some of it has to be attributed to the werewolves slash briar troll. There's, you'd never want to have a, one of those nights. And I, yeah. I very much understand that. But at, at this point, like, <laughs> I feel like we, we're not allowed to use that excuse anymore. Like, it's been two <laughs> years. Uh, we just we killed everything you throw our way. Uh-huh. Like, we, we can't. We can't be that cautious all the time. Right. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, swing on over to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Every cent helps us keep the lights on and do what we're doing. It helps us pay bills. It helps us pay taxes. It helps us uh, get new equipment. It helps us do things like Dragon Con, which, by the way, will be there. And uh, you'll hear more about that really, really soon. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode Send us an email to dandrpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, visit the forums, visit Discord, all that stuff. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us. So thank you guys so much. Have a great week.